The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. Everybody, welcome back to Keeping It Fantasy. Another Tuesday night, another uh, opportunity to go ahead and give you guys some good football advice, some solid fantasy advice. As always, I'm joined by T-Ball Extraordinaire, the commish, <laughs> the commish, Chris Jackal. Chris, what's up, brother? How are you? Ivan, how are we, man? The commish that makes me laugh, the T-Ball Extraordinaire. Hey, the shoe fits, <laughs> I wear it, apparently. You know, man, how are you? Happy Tuesday. Week 16's here. Playoffs. You know, I'm hoping. Playoffs. Play, yeah, exactly. Like Sandlin's saying here, playoffs. You know, but hey, it's uh, it's Tuesday night, 10 p.m., and uh, Claudio is not here. Um, so Claudio is not here. Claudio should be enjoying himself. Well, I don't know yeah. how. He said it should be about 50 in Italy to where he's going. Yeah. But I still hope he's enjoying himself. Claudio yeah. will be is in Italy, so he's we out again. You, we miss him. Uh, hope he's having a great time. Hope he gets back to us soon here. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's another week down. It's getting. It's getting to the nitty-gritty. Playoffs are here. I'm excited about it. But before we get started, man, remember what to do. You guys know what to do. Like, share, and subscribe to The Tape Never Lies on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. And also, become a patron at www.thetapeneverlies.com. It's, it, honestly, you get the best football content, but Chicago Bears football content out there. You got, you know, DDP's breakdowns, Kramer's QB school, X's with the O's. And of course, you have cars keys. Everybody loves cars keys. We all love cars. Oh, I'm sure. Cars I'm sure cars amazing. would be sure cars might might drop in and say something in the chat. But yeah, do all that. It's it, it's it's a great great investment. Only seven bucks. But go ahead and do that. It it, it should be uh it should be done by every true Chicago Bears Seriously. fan. Three sixty-five, Ivan. It's every. It's all year round. You know, it's something that, unlike Claudio, thinks that you know, week eighteen comes and goes and everything's over. Um, you know, but no, the TTNL Network provides exclusive content to their patrons the entire year, let alone the pop-up shows that are for free, as well as keeping it one hundred, like you're talking about. Um, you know, and I hate to say it, but there's there's only you know the sky's the limit right now. So you know you should be getting on board now. We'll get in, you know, get on while the getting's good, and uh, you know because there's a good foundation being built here by this squad. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing where it goes, but also a lot of talk with by the boys. It's going to be a lot, you know, great content. Join, see the link down below, and let's get going. Yeah, let's get going. Yeah, man. Uh, another week down, like we had mentioned before. Let's go yeah. jump right into studs and duds for the week. Um, I'll go ahead and kick it off. Broke, you know, just yeah, nice man. and easy here. A guy that was a stud last week and has been consistently a stud for for I think the last four weeks, I believe. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor yeah. Lawrence had uh, twenty seven of 62, 64.3 uh, completion percentage, three hundred and eighteen yards. Had four touchdowns on the day. Had one pick, which was kind of the lone blemish um, for him. Three rushing attempts for twenty one yards, twenty seven point eight points. Uh, as I'm looking at fantasy pros, but, um, and, and this is a PPR, but yeah, it was an amazing, uh, it's been an amazing couple weeks for Trevor Lawrence. I, he continues to shine. It looks like he's taking that next step. 
Yeah. Um, they got him some weapons like we had mentioned last week, and he just continues to shine out there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, we've, de- we've definitely talked about him, too, over the last couple of weeks. Just a guy that you could start to s- – you could look at starting clearly with confidence um, because you're right. He has made – it seems to have made that step in terms of just uh, a professional NFL quarterback. Him and Justin Fields are the cream of the crop out of those mm-hmm. two, uh, out of that quarterback class in that 2020-21 uh, draft there. Um, but, yeah, man, and I- I'm going to just piggyback you because a guy that I talked about last week is is – had a great game again this week, but that was Zay Jones. Yeah. Um, you know, he had 34.9 fantasy points, a career high for him. He had uh, eight, eight targets, six catches, 109 yards, but he had three tuds. Um, and if you started him, good for you um, because it was somebody that, uh, you know, you, you, you were not sure about because the targets were there, but the not necessarily the statistics were backing it up over the last few weeks, most certainly. Um, but he's definitely playing at a much higher level, 21 points. Um, and in all PPR formats, three out of the last four leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this past week was just kind of like a, a yeah, culmination of all the great things that have been going on in Jacksonville. Um, and, yeah, Zay Jones, too. And, I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence's Zay Jones is, has a nice ring to it down in uh, – if you're in, down in Duval, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, I know Travis Etienne has had a up-and-down year, but you would imagine if – I would imagine them going and getting another running back this offseason to match up with Travis Etienne. And then after as soon as that happens, I think, if they develop a running game, yeah. I could see I could see Trevor and, you know, and this, you know, passing game and the play-action game really take another step. Um, I'm going to go ahead and eat crow here, and I'm going to go ahead and mention <laughs> Justin Fields as a stud for the week. Okay. Uh, I had him. I had him sitting. I like I said that that Eagles defense is legit. We saw like we saw him pressured a lot. He was sacked six times, but regardless of that, he was fourteen of twenty one, very efficient, sixty six point seven completion percentage, had one hundred and fifty two yards, two touchdowns, yeah. and he had fifteen carries for ninety five yards. Uh, one long, beautiful run that could have been like the run of the year if he yeah. hadn't stepped out. Uh, twenty three point six points. This past week, Justin Fields just, I mean, he just continues to amaze you. Uh, you know, we talked about Trevor Lawrence j- just right now about how he got playmakers this past offseason, yep. and he's taken another step. It's It's been a rocky, you know, beginning, but I, I would uh, I would probably say that's getting acclimated to Doug, um, Doug Peterson's, you know, offense and, and what he wants to do and what he wants to run. But if the Chicago Bears this offseason can find a way to get a guy, and I'm not, you know, maybe Chase Claypool is is a huge He's help. Wide receiver or, or, too. Yes, I, yes, I would, I would want that. That would be the best case scenario if you could find a guy, or, or or if you could go ahead and draft a guy that could become that or something. I would love that. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, maybe via trade. I, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, we know we talked about um, New Hopkins over in Arizona. We talked about how they, it might blow that thing up. But, you know, whatever the Bears do, they need to find him a dude. And they need to find it quickly because you see these guys taking another step in, you know, uh, once they get a guy, A.J. Brown and uh, and Jalen Hurts. Um, oh, yeah. You had Tua and, and Tyreek Hill. You had, uh, you know, Diggs and, and uh, Josh Allen. Find Justin a guy and he's going to take another step and he's going to continue to progress and be a no doubt number one fantasy uh, type prospect come next year. Agreed. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we've been pounding that drum all year, you know, and it'll be fun to see what polls and the boys do. Um, it, it is exciting, whether it's free agency or via trade or mm-hmm. draft. Um, you know, I, 
the options are limitless right now for this franchise with the money, the draft picks, and it seems to be the brain trust. So I'm extremely excited. And, you know, Samlin, speaking of making the playoffs in four leagues, I had probably the worst fantasy weekend. Uh, I made the playoffs in almost all of my leagues. I missed out on in, in two of them, and I fucking lost every single one of my matchups this past weekend. Dude. I, I literally went to bed Sunday night. I didn't really go to bed. I kind of just like lay there and stared at the ceiling, just Salt. angry. So I'm like, <laughs> motherfuckers. I was like, I couldn't even believe some of the shit that happened. Yeah. You know, like the Mac Collins touchdown, the guy was clearly out of bounds, but oh no, that he was fucking in bounds. And those oh. six, I lost by three, you know, but shit like that, man. It was yeah. just, you know, but I digress. Um, I, you know, I, feel, I, I feel, I feel your pain. Look, I, I've four weeks in a row I've dropped and I've been, yeah. I've been right there for all well, three of the four weeks. I've been right there though. Last week was really a, a, a bummer. This this week um, that just passed, it was just like, oh, my God, did somebody do something? And they they, they didn't. So I feel your pain. I feel your pain on that. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, are we, bring, are we bringing in a, a friend? Uh, apparently so. I are think we bringing I, in a friend? I, I, are we being hijacked? We're going to bring in Mr. <laughs> Keenan Allen wine mixer himself. Chris Sandlin joins the group. We're going to have to take this oh, off, Chris. Yeah, you're going to have to. That up nicely. Can you guys hear me? Yes, oh, we, we can. can. All right, all right. What's up, brother? I, I'm hijacking the show. No, it's I got good. I got the hookup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? We were just talking about our fantasy. Well, you were you were riding high right now because you rode Justin yeah. Fields to Justin the playoffs. Fields took you to four. Not yeah. not in the TTNL league, but in four of my other leagues. I'm in four a ton of, okay. of leagues, but yes. So okay. Well, I mean, you know what? Talk about it. Like he's he's just been dynamic. Uh, you know, after after the first half of the season went away he just started turning it up so talk about it a little bit so you know i'm i'm in some dynasty leagues too yep. where i picked him and wasn't starting him at the beginning of the season just holding on to him just to see and when i did get him in a couple other leagues it was halfway through the season he was still yeah. on the on the waivers yeah people are dropping him um, week three. yeah but once they finally unleashed his running to collect with the passing yards and started opening up the offense to him, even though he doesn't have anything for real weapons other than his running backs. Mm -hmm. uh, his, his points just, his fantasy points just took off. I mean, you're counting on eight to 10 rushing fantasy points plus any touchdowns and everything. So, I mean, he's, he's like the Jalen hurts, you know, he's like, well, not so much Mahomes anymore. Mahomes doesn't run nearly as much anymore. But Josh Allen, just as far as what they can do, obviously he's not on the, the level as them two guys yet. But he also doesn't have the weapons that they have. Mm -hmm. Very true. So, but it's been it's been great because I'm like I'm watching these games, and they're competitive in all the games. I'm not planning on them winning any of these games just because our defense is shot, our offense is injury, offensive line is terrible, but. As long as Justin Fields is not getting himself killed yeah. and putting up points, it's keeping me alive in some of my fantasy leagues. Well, well, let's stick with you. You got a stud for the other than Justin. You got a stud for the week. For any any particular position. Let me ask you a question, just on Justin Fields. Do you think you know, like I'm just looking at the numbers. 15 carries last week. He had six against Green Bay. Obviously, didn't play against the Jets. Four against the Falcons. Three against. I'm sorry. Uh, 18 against the Falcons. 13 against Detroit, fifth. Do you, do you see that sustainable for him next year? Do you think they're going to have that many design runs for him? I'm obviously some of those are scrambles that lead to to attempts. I mean, what, I'm. I'm what do you guys see for him in the future with respects to carries? 
I'm hoping not yeah. to see that sustainable. I'm hoping that they, I mean, I'm hoping they do. He needs to run also. Yes. It needs to what be do part you think of his is like game. a number that you'd but, be comfortable but with. It's just, you need, I mean, and, and, you know, he's breaking off some of these really long ones and that touchdown, that what, 48 yard touchdown he almost yeah. had. You know, runs like that are great, but he also has a lot where he's running for his life. Um, so hopefully, if we can get the rest of the offense improved, whether it's the line, the receivers, everything, that his runs will be more productive per run. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Even though I mean he's very productive because, right. but a lot of that is because he'll break off one sixty-yard run, and that just skews the numbers even more. True. Yeah, no, I shit. It's just must-watch television too. And when you talk yeah. about the points, you just look at the numbers the offense has put up this year. It's just so. It's just the polar opposite of what we're used to, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're like shit. We scored twenty-one points, like you know. Like, we were wow. begging for 21 yeah, you know, points last like, year. We yeah. could just get over, to, you know, our defense could hold them, you know. But nah, now it's like, fuck, now we're trying to boat race teams, you know. If our defense now could just do their thing, you know, I it'll be fun to see. But, you know, as we turn it back to fantasy, I did interrupt you with the question. <laughs> so you were going to give us a uh, uh, one of your top performers for week 15. Yeah, it could be any position, just random yeah. position. Anybody uh, that did well for you or that you were impressed with their performance. I mean, so I'm in a... I run a guillotine league. I know yes. I've talked to you about it before, Chris, and it's down to the, the final four That's awesome. that the teams get locked in, and I'm in. Uh, and <laughs> and we've got a guy on our, in our league that didn't have to spend much of his money, and, like, the last few weeks he's gotten Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, just his team oh. is stacked. So I when mean, teams lose, their players, their players go available. back in, and then you uh, use – everybody starts out with, like, a 1,000 fab. And then it sounds like so much fun. It is. It's amazing. It's yeah. eight, it's 18 people to start. So everyone's team start out is just okay. But yep. you know, I'll tell you who I, who I rode all season long is Austin Eckler. Yeah. And about five weeks ago, I was able to pick up McCaffrey right after he got traded. So I've been riding them too, because of the fact of how many PPR points they get, they get using the passing game just as much and they're you know what I mean? It's just oh, I've been yeah. writing them too like crazy. And Justin Fields is my quarterback in that. Beautiful. So those three He's, have been writing me. Three right now going into yeah. sixteen too. You know, yeah. Fields is yeah. just the top three quarterback. I mean, that's yeah. It's going against wild. Buffalo. We we've seen Buffalo's yeah. defense is good, but yeah, he can get he can score fantasy points on them. And they're going to have to to keep up with them anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Christian McCaffrey had 20, 28 attempts, one hundred and eight yards. Had a touchdown, had six receptions on eight targets for 30 yards, 25.8 points. And Austin Eckler had kind of a down week, uh, yeah, 12 carries, me. 12 carries, 58 yards, had a had touchdown, a touchdown yeah. two receptions for 12 yards, 15 points. But, I mean, yes, those guys are have been consi- – well, Austin Eckler has been consistent all year. Until the trade, I would say, you know uh, – I think it helped. Been up and down. I yeah, think yeah. it helped it him. Oh, it did. I mean, oh, I, mean did. I know he's not being used quite as much, but it's he's getting way more production out of his use. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that the less production is keeping him healthy because that's been one of his big things over the last couple of years. So, and now that Debo's out, they're not using Debo in the running game. So I think that also kind of helps him a little bit too. Definitely. I also have AJ Brown in that league. <laughs> so he's had a few duds, but he's had a lot of blow up games. So he's been one of my uh my big scorers there. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I think Josh Allen was a guy. Just he brought up Buffalo. I mean, he had another. What do he have? Almost thirty-six fantasy points. It's mm-hmm. the eighth time in his career that he's had at least thirty-five fantasy points. I read that uh, him, I think Cam Newton and Russell Wilson have the same amount of thirty-five plus point games, and that's you know in their careers. What's it? I, I wrote down the number. Allen's done it in seventy-five games. Uh, Josh. Uh, Cam Newton's done it in 148 and Russell Wilson's done it in 170. I mean, dude, Josh Allen is just otherworldly, dude. He is unreal. He had another monster week in the, you know, I didn't start two of that game because I thought it was going to snow. I turned the game on. I'm like, where's the fucking snow? You know, and in the fourth <laughs> it came quarter, the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, dude, the fourth I started, quarter. <laughs> uh, I started Taylor Heineke instead of t- in, the, in the playoffs. Like my buddy's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, <laughs> To a snow bad. It doesn't sound good, you know. And yeah, that backfired. Obviously, the one the one points. league I had to start Tua in, I was nervous about starting him. Yeah. Thankfully, I got like 21, 22 points out of him. Yeah. In that guillotine league, though, I have mm-hmm. Justin Fields, Tua, and Geno Smith. So I was like trying to figure out which one for That's sure tough. to start because you know yeah. going against the Eagles in the snow, Geno going against San Fran. So like he's the one I'm like nope, and then. So Justin Fields, the other two had already played, and I'm just like, just score more than they did. That's all I need. That's all I need out of you. Another stud for the week, and honestly, we were talking about, you and I, Chris, were talking about it last week, about how he was being used, and he could be a huge, huge upside for the a team that's already got, you know, the number one seed in the I, I believe that. Are they the number one seed or number two seed Who? in the, the AFC? Vikings? No, the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Um, Jared oh. McKinnon. Jerick McKinnon went off again. He killed me this week. Ten, yeah, he killed oh, me too. Fuck. Ten carries, 52 yards, had a touchdown uh, run, eight for eight on tu- on receptions yeah. and targets, 70 yards and a touchdown, 34.2 points for on the fantasy pros, but he was the number one overall back this past weekend. Jerick McKinnon had a great week, had two back-to-back great weeks, so he's going to be a stud for me. Yeah, man. And, and you know, you know, he's pounding that drum too. He's been he's still available in fifty yeah. percent of the yeah. sleeper of sleeper leagues, which is just insane to think about because he's had back to back thirty point weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's been part of a trio that's had almost sixty targets in the last three games. Him, Schuster, and Kelsey. Like the guy is just, and and, and that's not to say Pacheco isn't performing because he's doing yeah. just as well. I mean, he didn't put up thirty, but he's out carried. McKinnon in the same time span. So yeah, like, 15, 15 carries, 80, 86 yards on the I ground. Think McKinnon had, thir- what did you say, 13 for him? Uh, McKinnon <clears throat> had 10. Excuse me. Okay. 10. So, yeah. So, you know, Pacheco still getting the rock, but, you know, it's that passing game, that PPR format. He's a mm-hmm. killer. And Claudio, I, I went against him at the beginning of the year, Ivan and, and Chris. You know, I, I, I was like, I just don't buy it with McKinnon. I did not see it. I thought Pacheco was the guy um, when CEH was out. And, you know, I, yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I, I took that on the shins. But, uh, yeah, McKinnon has been – he won a lot of people a lot of games this past weekend. That's a good call, man. Chris, He's you got, got a, another good matchup next weekend. Chris, you got another stud down there? Uh, let's see. You br- uh, KJ Osborne, man. Oh, so I was talking about Chris Sandlin. Oh, dude. Sorry, Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> So, so are you wanting you wanting someone for people to look for to pick up? Or are we doing that? No, we're no, doing, no, 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 no. We're, we're, doing we're just talking, studs, we just kind of did a little recap the, in the yeah, beginning studs, of who, who was you know, the who did well, yeah, top guys that we talked about weekend. maybe that performed well the week before. Um, trying to think, trying to think. I'm on all my teams. I have way too many teams. Uh, Noah uh, Brown. 
was a dude who surprised yeah, me. Yeah, I have C.D. Lamb in that guillotine league, and every time Noah Brown yeah. caught a touchdown, it just kind of pissed me off. Yeah, <laughs> and then he screwed Dak owners over when he bobbled that ball right into the hands of the receiver mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, mm-hmm. the defensive player for the Jags. That would have been a 50-yard uh, – that would have been five points for Dak. You know, it would have been went from a 20-point day to a 25-point day. Uh, depending on your scoring format, but yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I'll tell you, it's nice seeing Keenan Allen at, coming back and getting his targets. He's getting yeah. a, a ton of targets. I stashed and, him and all year. Good call, Chris. I did too. Yeah. yeah. See my, my team name. Yeah. Keenan Allen one mixer. At, after week one, I lost Dak and Keenan Allen. I went 0 and 4 in that league. Yeah. And then I've won what a nine of the last 10. That's and I solid. still, I had to win this last week. I'm against, with you against the guy that I was trying to pass. So it was me and him against each other. Whoever win gets that four spot. That's awesome. And I'm gonna, we're going to talk whoever. about the, the sleeper leagues at the end of the show, but just right. to piggyback that, Chris, I was I had to win and I needed help. I was the low man on points at that point. You know, there was three, eight, and six teams. I won, and the guy that was that had to lose had – he was uh, he was winning at the time, but it was going against AJ Dillon. But he was down 17 points. Dillon ended up with like 21 before he got dinged, mm-hmm. and he lost. So I didn't even have to worry about the tie because I just ended up getting in on record. So yeah, I ended up sneaking in the playoffs with a little help. I didn't want to root for the Packers or, or Dillon, so I didn't even watch the shit. I just right. was like, I'll see how it goes in the morning. You know? Yeah, Ron Ron had mentioned Kirk Cousins yeah. basically in one half. He was 34, 54, 63 per- complete percentage. Four four hundred and sixty yards, yeah. four touchdowns, two picks, thirty four point four fantasy points. So yeah, it's definitely a guy that was a stud this past weekend run. And that was my KJ Osborne pick. That's who I was going to say when you had mentioned Chris. Oh, well, go you go know. ahead. Yeah, he had almost thirty two points, thirty one point seven points, um, ten catches, one hundred fifty seven yards in a TD. It's sixteen targets. I mean, that's just fucking insane. He uh, he played fifty. He ran fifty two. 52 routes out of 70 snaps. Like this guy was out there. They're trying to get him the ball. Obviously he was, he was just shaking and moving in the second half for the Vikings. And I mean, I feel bad for Jeff Saturday because he just totally, he showed why um, coaching experience is important um, to be an NFL head coach. And I don't think I, I, it was good for players that wanted to be head coaches. I think Saturday experience is kind of, uh, you know, shed a little light on why you may need to, uh, do some other things before you become a head coach. So, Ivan, you were talking about Trevor Lawrence Mm -hmm. and Evan Ingram. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did. Did it again. Yeah. Again, 11 catches for 162 yards and two touchdowns. It's just nuts. I don't – and I have none of him anywhere. Me neither. Because I'm scared to death to play him, even though my tight end – I hate the tight end position because I don't have Kelsey at all, and it's just a nightmare. Was that last week? That was Everybody's last... been in that situation this year. You know, if, if you don't have one of those top – you know, if you don't have Kelsey, basically, you know, I mean, Kittle's done a little little. Oh, that yet. was week 14, wasn't it? Yeah, that was last week. But no, What did but he, he do he, last he, week? He had, he had 162 yards last week. He had like 30 or 30-some points. But this week he was still top 10. Have? Top 10 uh, tight end for this week. Eight eight catches ten yeah. um, on 10 targets, 62 yards. But he had 14 uh, fantasy points, so – he was still a top 10 tight end for this week. So, yeah. yeah. He's going into week 16, another tight end. He's TE9. You know, Darren Waller, just a little. He's TE7 if anyone was able to grab him or, you know, it was nice. Him. It was nice seeing Kittle get his game. Yeah. He 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 got me a win in, a, in one of my games. Nice. Yeah, Kittle was, yeah. yeah. And, um, and that might that might continue with, with Debo being out. So, I was really shocked that Ayuk 
had a stinker. I think everybody did. I mean, I'm glad I, I don't have him at all, but I was going against him in a couple, and I'm like, oh, here we go. But it didn't happen. I'm going to go – before we get into duds, I'm going to go just name off two uh, two other studs at running back. Uh, Demo, David Montgomery had a good had a good week, 24 yeah. fantasy points, 12 carries, 53 yards, had a touchdown, three receptions off three targets, 38 yards, and a touchdown as well. Uh, and also Latavius Murray for Denver had 24 yes. carries, 130 one yards, had one touchdown, had one target for 12 yards, 21.2 points. He was a top 10 running back for the week. Um, so let's get into some duds. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just bro- run off some a couple guys. Yeah, name a couple dudes, and then I, was... I got a couple, and Chris, okay. you got a couple. Or a oh. guy that didn't perform oh. for you this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go with a guy, and I like honestly, I, like I said, I, if I'm going to eat crow with Justin Fields, I'm going to go ahead and beat my chest with this one. Pat Fryer Muth had zero, 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 zero on the week. And if you sat him – you're welcome. But if not, it was a rough one for you. So Pat Fryermuth is a dud for me. No targets um, on no anything. He had nothing. Mm-hmm. Who's your other guy? Uh, my other dud? Yeah, you said you had two. No, no, no. Oh, you only had the one? No, well, right now I only had the one. Oh, all right. Chris, you got, <laughs> who do you got? Sorry. Yeah, uh, and I don't know exactly what his stats were, but Chris Moore for Houston, oh, I who I thought, you know, was going to have his another game with Nico Collins and uh, Brandon Cooks out, and he did nothing. Got I can't – I mean, not nothing, but he didn't do much. I'm trying to remember what he even had, what his numbers were. I'm trying to find him. I don't have him. I was looking at running backs. But yeah, he's he's top of my list on stinkers. Yeah, because everyone tried to pick him up too. Because going into yeah, everyone was trying to figure out. Oh, what I got was a Chris Moore four, yeah. four catches uh, on nine targets, forty-two yards, um, had no nine targets, touchdowns. I mean. Yeah, no touchdowns, eight point two uh, fantasy points. I mean, like I said, yeah, and I had him in. I am in a couple leagues that are standard. Oh, that I still play in from two thousand and four, mm-hmm. and yeah, he was he was one in one of them, and I did end up losing in that league. Gotcha. So. Devontae Adams is a stinker for me, 6.8. Oh, yeah. He he hurt me heavy. I have a lot of shares in him, both dynasty, just as well as just, re, you know, redraft leagues. Not what I was expecting going into that game. He even had a couple parlays with his ass, you know, his uh, his name in them, and they just did not come to fruition. Um, so, yeah, he was a big dud for me. I think he had four catches on 28 yards, not what you expect out of uh, the wide receiver one in that offense. So, I mean, Patriots, Bill Belichick, they're going to, you know, find a way. And clearly they did here. Um, granted, Jacoby Myers <laughs> um, decided to throw the ball to uh, Chandler Jones. Just say, hey, bud, and, you know, hand the, the win off over to the, the Raiders. But um, I can't know. believe – I still can't believe. That was – honestly, that was the worst fucking play I've ever seen Dude, I, uh, in my life. I, it's – that like, that's the dumbest football play. You could – like, no – no knowledge of the situation, what's going on, like what in the hell was he thinking? Like, first of all, Ramondre Smith, what were you thinking? You already were in field goal range. And then yeah. on top of that, whoever number 16 was, what the hell were you thinking? It was Jacoby just Myers. all around. Yeah, to go yeah. just all around piss poor football. He faced the just- music after the after he did stand up in front of the media and talk. I mean, but I living in New England mm-hmm. and, and living with Patriots, you know, Patriots fans all around. They don't know what to fucking do with themselves right now. It yeah. is crazy because that is the 
that's like Detroit, old Detroit Lions shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that is like wild that you just don't, you haven't seen that out here and people don't know what to do. Kids are like, what kind of football is this? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my God, there's no parade. Like, ah, you know, so yeah. But uh, no, it, that was probably my, one of my good friends, diehard Patriots fan. He just said that was arguably the, the dumbest ending to anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I can't believe I just witnessed that. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah it and then was, he drank it was, like a fucking bit of scotch and got <laughs> passed out. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, yeah, that was terrible, know. terrible, terrible. But, you know, let's keep going with the duds. Uh, Christian Watson, 4 6, 46 yards, no touchdowns, 8.6 points. Tr- struggling running the routes. I mean, he's getting a lot more targets, but it wasn't a good week for him this past week, although the Packers did get the win, those bastards. But, yeah, Christian Watson, a dud for the week. Mr. Sandman. Well, I mean, Diggs didn't do much. You know, yeah, he had what five mm-hmm. catches for sixty yards. But even worse than that was Chris Olave, three catches yeah. for fifty-three yards. And I had both of them on the same team. Oh, along with Zonathan Knight, who was another one. Yeah, but his was more injury based, but yeah. still two point three points on the league I have him in. So Speak, speaking of injury, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, oh, yeah. I, you can't not say him for being a dud first freaking series for the season it. yeah it just that that was bad for me in a run you know i definitely had a couple yeah. shares of him and me too uh, me too that one hurt you know but i did start him in the ttnl league and i still snuck by with a win somehow so mm. um you know and by the way you know claudio should we should have set his lineup for him because uh he left a uh injured player damian pierce oh. in the starting lineup and i forgot he was out of the country so when Logan was talking shit about him on the uh, on the app there, I was like, oh, Claudio, what are you doing? Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Mm. But nonetheless, you know. You please, tell me guns, that, please tell me that yeah. that didn't give someone a win. No, it didn't. He got crushed. Yeah, he got 60 points. Okay, because okay. okay. that, that drives me. And obviously, I'm that was you. an accident. Yeah. But when people just stop at the end of the season, we had a couple. They won't be in the league next year. Crazy. They won't be in the league next year. Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely I have mean, a couple. We're I'm in a couple leagues where we're looking at that right now too. Yeah. Uh, another dud, kind of a big dud. Justin Herbert, 28 of 42, 313 yards, but he threw two interceptions, no touchdowns, only had 10.7 points uh, this past week. So he is a big dud for me uh, on the quarterback side. Anybody else? I'm sure there's a long list. I mean, I'm going to just, based on situation, uh, mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, just it, duds, you know, I, I mean, just based on what they're working with, plus they're a dumpster fire. And, and we, you know, Ivan, you and I especially have been talking a lot about how shitty it is in Arizona and, you know, what they may end up having to do over there. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, it sounds like their general manager was the one that was groping people and not the other guy. I don't know. There's all sorts of like that mistaken identity thing that that guy's claiming. It's pretty fucking nuts if you read about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, those two guys were duds. If anyone started Hopkins or Marquise Brown, I don't think you probably did. Maybe Hopkins because you're desperate, um, you know, but yeah, those are a couple of duds for me. I'll tell you one. Week. I'll tell you one that I had in multiple leagues was Dante Foreman. Mm. Yeah. He had 10, 10 attempts for nine yards. That hurt. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't start him in all the leagues I had him in just cause I, I don't know. I did. Kind of, he's been kind of up and down, but even DJ Chark, you know, I, I 
have a few shares of him and he had one catch for 18 yards. I mean, I know he's not an absolute stud, but he's been kind of consistent lately with getting his targets and some catches. And this last week is just awful. Yeah, you're thinking that Detroit offense too, right? Like he would just continue that, and it didn't. Yeah, it didn't come to fruition. I definitely we talked. But I mean, also he's going against the Jets, so you know they've got one of the best back, you know, defensive back in the in the league. Good for Zach Wilson, kind of stepping in and doing his thing. You know, we shit on him and we clown him, but you know, it was nice to see him actually show some uh, backbone and stand up and, you know do a couple of things out there on the football field, rally his boys. That wasn't, that was kind of nice to see for uh, the jets. Yeah. I need him. I yeah. need him because of Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Need yeah. him. Yeah. Well, since being exposed, he's taken a step up, you know what I mean? Since yeah. being called out and, and sat on a bench. I mean, not dressed. Could have galvanized him and his teammates yeah. too. That oh, could definitely. have been a pretty important thing. Yeah, definitely. And he stood up, he stood up in front of everybody and owned it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's and been he's a good. Be, and he's starting Thursday too. Yeah. Cause they said yeah. Mike yep. White's not ready. Right, right. If he plays well, I think he's just he going to play the rest it. of the year. Yeah, yeah they yeah. should. They yeah. should. Well, let's uh, let's move on. You want to go yeah. to injuries or the waiver wire, Chris? It's. I mean, we could do. We could start with injuries, and uh, you know, if you want to talk about it, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, you know, let's we don't go, know what's happening in there. You know. Yeah, let's go into injuries. Um, go ahead, start it out with Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen. <clears throat> excuse me, Jalen Hurts with the shoulder. I just you don't know what's happening. They're talking about. I before we came on, I was reading he may play. There's a chance he could be available for the against the Cowboys. Um, you know, but I. It, the last I read is Mr. Minshew is the guy you're going to want to try to pick up in that offense. So. Um, I, Right now, Jalen Hurts is pro- was probably one of the bigger injuries in Week 15, which was surprising because um, you didn't really hear about it until till after the fact. But, um, you know, there's uh, a couple other injuries that we can get to. But were there any ones in specific that you wanted to, to talk about? Uh, yeah, you know, staying with Hurts real quick, yeah. he did say that he could throw. He did say that he, he, gave, okay. a, he gave a head nod to the, to the question. So he uh-huh. acknowledged he acknowledged that he could throw, you know, in a way. So I would imagine if if Thursday comes around and he's still hurting, then yeah, I think it's going to be Garner Minshew. Um, another guy, Lamar Jackson. You know, the the Ravens are struggling. You know, they they really are. That uh, was he had a PCL, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, the PCL injury. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I they said Tuesday this afternoon they were going to mention something. I did not see the update. So I don't know what's going on with Lamar, but if Lamar continues to you know be down, it's gonna look. It looks like it's gonna be a rough go for the Ravens. It's at least make the playoffs. You got the Bengals playing a lot better. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be hard for them to to come out and and try to run that and offense without up. without their you know their number one guy. So. Yeah, you had to, we talked about Jonathan Taylor out for the year. Obviously, we mm-hmm. talked about that before we went into it. Um, A.J. Dillon with a concussion. I know uh, today Rodgers was talking about it on McAfee saying he hasn't been cleared yet. So I don't no, know. No, he has hope. been cleared. He has? Yes. I got a notification for it. I'm looking right now. Oh, nice. Six so, hours ago, he cleared oh, He cleared today. Yes. Okay, nice. nice. So they're saying yeah, that's so a good sign that it was just one day later. So okay. he, might, he could be available this weekend. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so a couple of running backs that kind of got nicked up, you know, but obviously Taylor's out, and it sounds like, as you're saying, you know, we're looking to see A.J. Dillon back. Um, I saw Khalil Herbert's coming back from IR. Mm-hmm. Not that he – I think he's going to have much fantasy relevance, but, yeah. Who else you guys got for injuries? Well, for, for me, it's going to be Tyler Lockett. He broken broken bone in his uh, 
index finger, finger. right? Yeah, index finger. So they, they said he's probably going to be out this weekend, but he'll probably return to close out the season. Um, they're in a battle too. The Seahawks are yeah. they're are right in it, uh, the wild card hunt. So losing a guy like that, a playmaker, is going to be huge for them. I know they said the surgery went perfectly, so they're hoping that he can get back sooner than later. Caden uh... <clears throat> Debo is still kind of on schedule as far as we know. Um, he's still in yeah, they said round one, uh, probably going to end up being out the rest of the year, but yeah. will be available for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, do you think uh, OBJ really signs with uh, the Cowboys? After Jones came out, and I, don't, said I don't think you know? I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to. Like you're going to have to get some type of. You're going to have to get your beak wet in the regular season. And I don't think oh, I think OBJ I just like kind of wants thing. to. Yeah. He just he just kind of wants to show up, you know, week you know that first week of the playoffs and go out there and play. And it's like we got to see you at least get on the football field. I, I, like I know he's an amazing talent, but you haven't played football all year. Like you haven't been on the field all year. Like can can he turn it on like that? I don't I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I know he's he's got talent, but damn, you got to you got to get some experience on the field yeah. at least. Yeah, who knows? Still BJ, just drama. Uh, Traylon Burks looks like he's coming back this yep. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, cleared concussion protocol. I saw that uh, after Green Bay releases Sammy Watkins, uh, Baltimore picked him up. Yeah, but Duvernay got hurt, hurt his foot in practice today, and now yep. he's on the IR he's out for the IR. year. Needs surgery Sker- or whatever. Ben Skoranek's out for the season. Yep. Yeah, they A got lot. a. They got Dallas Goddard coming back against yep, yep, the, uh, yep. the Cowboys, so that's going to be huge for uh, if it's Gardner Minshew or Jalen Hurts, depending on. But that's going to be uh, good news for them. Yeah, Cortland Sutton, hamstring issue. Uh, that guy's been one of my Achilles heel in a lot of my leagues all year. Uh, yes, Russell Wilson, fucker. We dodged a major <laughs> bullet here in Chicago. Yeah, definitely yeah. did. Miko yeah. Hardman had an abdomen issue. Um, yeah. Looks like he's going to be good to go on Christmas Eve, but uh, that might be something if you're streaming him, that might be something to look out for. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then, like you mentioned before, Damian Pierce on IR. Jeff Wilson is, is – did he go to IR? No, I think he's actually – he might be back this week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Jeff Wilson, I know last week they said that it was like the best-case scenario for him. So, I would expect them to try to give him a go this week, like you, like you had mentioned, Chris. So, yeah, they yeah, said right. he was close to playing week 15. Yeah. So he should be back this week, they're thinking. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and move forward. Uh, do you want to go waiver wire? Yeah. All right. Let's look. You started off, Chris. Let's go uh, with the waiver wire. Who you got? Uh, who you got to pick up this week? Which, Chris? Oh, Jackal. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got to be. So last names. Last names. There we go. I'm going to, yeah, I talked about it earlier. I'm going to say, you know, if, if Hertz is out, you know, you may want to scoop up just in case, or if you have Hertz, grab, you know, Mr. Minshew, you know, he's really not rostered at all. He had a couple of starts in 2021. Um, you know, I think he's a guy in that offense that he's a plug and play, not a Jalen Hurts style, but I think if you are stuck and you need to grab a guy, you could go out and uh, pick up, uh, you know, Mr. Minshew, Gardner Minshew, fucking uncle Rico. Um, He's a, a a good safety uh, a safety valve for you if you were panicking when you're seeing the Hertz news, and at last minute they're like they're gonna sit him. 
you may want to be able to just pick him up and uh, just, you know, kind of give yourself a little uh, peace of mind going into your playoff matchup. If that's that's what you have in front of you. All right. So those of you that may have lost Jonathan Taylor again for the season, uh, you know, they got two backs, but Zach Moss out snap Deion Jackson, 53 to 25. Um, And Moss is available basically like 4%. is only, he's only rostered in 4% on sleeper Yahoo and 0.8% on ESPN. Yeah. So, he had 24 carries, 84 yards, and a target last week taken over yeah. after Taylor got hurt. Man. I mean, they're yeah. not a great running team, but mm-hmm. if you need a if you need a back, he's gonna be the, he's gonna be the workhorse back. It's looking like yeah, yeah. And in Deion Jackson, just to your point, he had uh, you know he had 13 carries for 55 yards. He had that one catch and the one touchdown. Yeah, but he did have the fumble. You know, so I think to, to that, I see, like you said, I think Zach Moss is probably the uh, RB one there with uh, with Dion getting you know smaller dose of the carries. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're in desperate need, Dion, you could use like in a flex. Yeah, he, he is rostered in more leagues though, obviously because yeah. he was used early. Twenty two percent. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you got I, Ivan. I got Jawan Johnson from the same. Yeah. Um, he got hurt in Week Twelve against San Francisco. Was out. Week 13 at, uh, against Tampa Bay. Then they had the bye week right after that. So real quiet for the past three weeks prior to this week. But he blew up this past week, had 20-some points, four catches for 67 yards, two touchdowns. And this isn't like an anomaly for him. He's, he's been pretty consistent. Uh, prior to that injury, he averaged for the, the three weeks prior to that, it was 10. He averaged 10 points, had, had a touchdown in each of those games. And then uh, he had a f- another 15-point game uh, in week seven with two touchdowns. So he's actually been, you know, prior, yeah. like you said, prior to that injury, he was very consistent. They were going to him, being targeted a lot. So I would say Jawan Johnson right now in the Fantasy Pros League, I think they have him available. Or He's only rostered, excuse me, in 18.3% of the league. So he's available. He's a guy that's getting targets. He's a guy that can obviously find the end zone. So I would say Jawan Johnson for me. Yeah, piggy, piggybacking on that, I mean, if think about this. Jawan Johnson has scored seven touchdowns in the last yeah. seven games. Yeah, mm-hmm. Four out of the last five, too. Yeah, yeah. you yep. just don't get that. I mean, I know that it's not consistent, and he's not getting a ton of a ton of yards and consistently, but if you need somebody, he, he could really come through for you. Yeah. He's double-digit fantasy points in his last four games, I think, too. So it's like yeah. the guy is just – yeah, he's one of your top – top tight ends going into a, you know, with a, with a position that has been so much in flux and you can't really, if you don't have one of the top one or two, yeah, you're, uh, you're trying to, he's a guy. Yeah, or if you have action. Mark Andrews and it's just yep. not panning out. Yep. Mm-hmm. What do we got? We'll go um, with, oh, uh, yes, yep, yeah. Back to you. Back so, yeah, we, I mean, I brought him up earlier. You got me with the Mr. Johnson one. Cause I really, really like him, but um, it, you brought up uh Where'd he go? Is um Jesus is KJ Osborne, man. The guy is mm-hmm. not rostered anywhere. Um, and I can't find his numbers, but he is a dude that is uh rostered in eight percent pretty much. We talked about his week last week. The the Vikings are the their ultimate could be playing for a one seed. Um, and he is he is a guy that 16 targets last week, not saying he's gonna do that again, but you can see somebody that is 13 targets, 
in the last, you know, basically looking at 13 targets in the last four weeks, kind of something along that line, like he's been consistently seeing the ball. It's not putting up huge numbers, but this past week it all kind of came to fruition. Um, I think he's a guy with the, the probability of maybe like a – you know, a flex spot, but rostered in 8%, he's probably not going to cost you, you know, too much money of your fab at this point because there was such an anomaly. People look at it like, oh, he's not going to do it again. I think he's a guy that you could probably grab and start um, in like a flex spot. I don't think you could look to have him in like your wide receiver one or two, um, but he's somebody that I think you could help going into, uh, you know, week 16 against the Giants. All right, yeah. I like uh, Jahan Dotson from the Washington Commanders. I almost said football team, but I, I should, they should have stood we, as a football team. We but anyway, like that. We've talked about yeah, that. We, yeah, we, we have talked about that. But he has uh, a touchdown in each of his past two games, uh, targeted about 15 times in those two games. Uh, had 11 points against the Giants before the bye. And then this past week, he had about, was it 16 points? Where was that? Jahan, where are you? Uh, 20 points, 20.5 points in uh, PPR leagues, 16 in, in standard. So, he had four catches, 150 uh, or 105 yards, excuse me, in the touchdown this past week. So I would go with Jahan Dotson. He's available and he, he's not he's rostered in only 21.7 percent of the leagues according to Fantasy Pro. So right. I'm going to go with uh, the guy that's going to be replacing Tyler Lockett. You bastard! Seattle offense, Marquise Goodwin. Good call. Rostered in four percent. You know, last week it wasn't this a great, you know, he had five targets, two catches for 10 yards. The week before that, he had five catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. But, I mean, all those targets that Lockett gets, which is about eight and a half targets the last four games, yep. you know, they got to go somewhere. I mean, obviously, Metcalf's probably going to get a couple of those, but Marquise Goodwin, he's he's my top my top look at for the wide receivers this year, this week. Yeah. Said five games with five targets. Um, and he scored 20 PPR, 20 PPR points and added in two of those games, you know? So he's definitely, uh, yeah, that's a good call, man. He was somebody that I was just going to mention. So yeah, I definitely like that, man. Marquis good one. That's a good pick. Um, yeah. So shit, you got me again, Sam, man. Um, I have a long list because you guys have named everyone on my list so far. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad I made a long list. <laughs> so Chuba Hubbard, you know, we talked about Mr. Foreman. You know, he's a guy that is rostered. He's a little more, you know, under 50%. But, you know, it seems to be the tide has kind of shifted to his in his favor. Um, you know, it was Dante Foreman in weeks like 12, 13, 14, and then week 15. You, you, it, I mean, even week in, week 14, Hubbard had a day, but Foreman still had put up numbers. And then this past week, Hubbard um, seemed to, you know, kind of, take the load and, and do more with his opportunities. Um, you know, he is, uh, he's got a matchup against Detroit where, you know, no running back has scored more than 10 uh, PPR points against them in the past eight games. So it makes you a little nervous with, with Foreman. Um, but I think with Hubbard, I think you just have a better opportunity to get more points in terms of just receptions. Um, I know I just basically said they haven't given up 10 fantasy points in a PPR format in the last eight games. I put out of the two running backs there, I think Hubbard has a better opportunity. Um, it's just, a, and, and if he is there, um, I just, uh, I, I think he's a guy you should try to grab. You know, 50% of the leagues, it's up in the air. Take a look to see if he's there. Um, but I think you're going to see Hubbard just get more of the uh, lion's share of the opportunity. Um, 
you know, with the Panthers in that matchup against Detroit. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with a guy. I actually mentioned him last week. So I'm going to, this is a, uh, I'm going to double up on him. Uh, Isaiah Hodges, again, from uh, the New York Giants. Past three, or two weeks prior to this week, he had 15 points in each, each of those weeks. Four for four on, uh, on his receptions and targets this week. Only 37 yards. But uh, it was a down week for the Giants. Like, it was a down week for um, Daniel Jones. I, I still think he can be a factor. Like I said, stash, put him on the bench, or, you know, or if you were desperate, go ahead and start him. I think he could go ahead and have a bounce back week. Um, I'm looking, you know, for, for the Giants to actually really try to make a push because they're in the thick of things too. Um, he's being targeted a lot. Like these past three weeks, 12, 14, he has 18 targets or 16 targets, 16 targets in the past three weeks. Um, I had mentioned before the past two weeks uh, prior to this one, he had 15 points, had a touchdown in each of those games. So I'm going to stick with him. I think that the, I think that there's – you know, a connection growing between him and Daniel Jones. Sammon? All right. Let's see if I pronounce this right. But if you are looking for some uh, tight end help, <laughs> a guy Jig. that's come on in the last three weeks is Chigozian McConquo mm-hmm. in Tennessee. You know, his last three weeks, he's getting you at least 10 fantasy points in a PPR and that's not counting his touchdown two weeks ago. So without the touchdown, he's still getting around 10 fantasy points. Um, they, they just they don't have anybody to – I know they don't throw a lot, but they just don't have anybody to throw to. Uh, Traylon Burke's coming back. That could hurt or help, you know, because, you know, this guy is, is such an athlete, and he's just yeah. one of the best pass catchers I've seen in a long time. Um, and, I, you know, I've had, I've had him in a few leagues, but he's still available in quite a few leagues. Yeah. I'm not sure what his percentage is, but uh, yes, that guy. That guy, Chig. Chig. Chig, yeah, it was an adventure of trying to pronounce his name last yeah, week. Last <laughs> week I gave it a shot. I butchered it, so you did yeah. much better than I did, Chris. So well done, man. Definitely. He is, uh, yeah, the past two weeks, I think he, oh, let me switch this up. Past two, three weeks, excuse me, he's 10 points, 18 points, and 10 points for uh, – Chig, so yeah, Chris Sand or not Sand, like Jackal. You got a little bit of a a little bit of a sleeper, like kind of if you're in a like a super flex two quarterback type of league with a real good matchup. Davis Mills of the Texans going against going against Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is number three uh, in giving up the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. They just gave up 22 points against you know obviously the Chiefs. Granted. Um, you know, that is Patrick Mahomes, but you know, uh, I'm just trying to say that, uh, if you, you're desperate and you need somebody, he's rostered in under 10%. He's somebody that, um, you know, has an opportunity to put up some points if you're still trying to figure your situation out because you had Kyler or, um, you were dealing with, uh, you know, the Jimmy Garoppolo injury trying, you know, you didn't get Brock Purdy or whatever. So, um, Davis Mills is a, a sleeper, kind of a back end starter, obviously, but it's more of like a super flex or uh, two quarterback league recommendation. Cool. Um, let's, yeah, let's move on. I think we're good with the, uh, with the waiver wire for this week. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our starts and sits, uh, for the week. I, um, I was thinking more or less like anybody against the Texans, but, 
But uh, but I'm going to go ahead and go on the opposite of that. I actually think that you should start um, Devontae Smith. I think he's earned that uh, in the past few weeks, regardless of who's that quarterback, to be honest with you. I think uh, would he have like 120, 130 yards against against us this past yeah. weekend? Where's his numbers? Let me find Sorry. it out real quick. Uh, Smith, Smith, Smith. Yeah, it's a, he had a hundred and something yards this past week. I know he was like top. Oh, there we go. I've been trying five to trade eight, for him in dynasty leagues. Yeah, five of eight, 126 yards. Had 17.6 uh, points this past weekend. I think that he's going to, you know, if they go ahead and they double A.J. Brown, I mean, this guy's speed, like, this. look at his th- past three weeks. 21 points against the, t- uh, the Titans, 17 points against the Giants, and then again, 17 points against – our Chicago Bears had two touchdowns against the t- – or had a touchdown in each game against the uh, Titans and the Giants. No touchdowns against the Bears, but like I said, 20, 126 yards, 17 points. I think the guy's going to continue to trend upwards and, you know, just continue to help out that team in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Sam? Uh, I think, you know – I'm trying to think. I, I'm, I'm going running through my head of players that I have. Um, Garrett Wilson, I think, you know, I have him in a couple leagues, and he's one of the guys that has really gotten better with Mike White being in, but he didn't really have that rapport with Zach Wilson before. But <clears throat> I think this past week, Wilson, like you said, stepped up, started getting his guys more involved. So, you know, even Elijah Moore – we got Elijah Moore kind of coming back into the fold, but mm-hmm. I think Garrett Wilson the waiver wire too. Yeah, yeah, I think Garrett Wilson's still one of those top rookie wide receivers that's contributing right away and every week. You know, he's the best receiver on that team, and as long as Zach Wilson, you know, is still, you know, they're gonna have to keep up, you know, with with anybody they're playing, and I just think that Garrett Wilson's one of my guys. Yeah, Jackal? yeah. I, you know, I think you're right. I think Wilson and him could put up a little number this this week. So, uh, you know, I, that'll be exciting to see. You know, Wilson and Wilson. About, yeah, the, the Wilson squared combo. <laughs> Speaking of squared combos, I'm going to say you could start both running backs for the Chiefs against the Seahawks. You know, mm-hmm. the Seahawks are just fucking. You know, they're a sieve when it comes to the running game. Um, you know, they they've given up. What is it? Uh, in the last four weeks, they've given up an average of just under 37, po- uh, 37 points to the running backs. Um, you know, and, and last week we talked about how well the, the KC running backs have done. Um, <clears throat> this is just a really favorable matchup. I still can't believe that, uh, you know, it, that McKinnon is doing what he's doing. But it's to, with that said, I just uh, Pacheco, McKinnon combination must start for me. Great matchup hopefully get you some points and get you to the big dance and uh, maybe win a little bit of, you know, bread. Hopefully. That'd be yeah. nice. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy that hasn't had the great of a year and is just coming off of IR. Had a nice week last week. Uh, that's Darren Waller against the Pittsburgh Steelers on was it our Saturday night football, we'll call it, because everything every game's on Saturday except for three. So Saturday night football – Raiders Steelers. I'm going to go with Darren Waller. Had 13 points, I think, this past week. Um, he had, like I said, rough go for him for the year, but I think in this game he's going to get targeted a lot more. Uh, 
maybe he's maybe something happened. Maybe he just needed to be healthy and you know starting to turn it on at the, at the back end of the season. Even though I don't think the Raiders are going to do jack shit in the in the rest of the in the rest of the games. But yeah, we'll see. I think he's going to put up some numbers against the Steelers. Sam, uh, guy, we we did talk about coming off in or possible concussion, but as long as he's cleared and good to go, if you need a flex spot uh, and you have AJ Dillon and you're trying to think if I play him or not, you know, that both running backs have been killing it. You know, they're going against Miami that's ranked uh, 22nd against the run. And, you know, Dillon's scoring over 17 fantasy points the last three weeks. Um, So he's a guy I've got him and Aaron Jones in a league together this could be the first time I'm playing both of them in the same week. Hmm. Okay. Jackal. Gabe Davis against <sighs> our beloved Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a guy that who is not – if you've had him, you've probably not started him since probably, uh, I don't know, week fucking six. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't had double-digit fantasy points since week 11. Um, and he's only done that twice since week seven. Um, he's averaged about 5.8 targets, but he's coming against the Bears, who's given up uh, just about 39 fantasy points to opposing receivers over the last four weeks. Um, I think it's an opportunity for Gabe Davis to get off the schneid and, uh, you know, maybe get you some uh, fantasy points. So um, Gabe Davis against uh, the Bears, I think, could be uh, could be a start for people this week. Yeah, I think the Bears are in danger of giving up uh, 200 yard receivers in back to back weeks with yeah. the Buffalo coming in. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. A guy, a kind of a kind of a surprise, of taking a long shot on him, but just because I don't like how the Rams are able to stop the run. You saw AJ Dillon kind of run all over him. Aaron Jones yeah. kind of ran all over him this past week. I'm going to go with Latavius Murray. Um, had 100 and something. I believe he had 100 and something yards this past week. Let me go ahead and make sure about that. But had. Had a had a decent week this past yeah, week, did. but I think he's um I think he's a guy. Yeah, he was number ten, 130 yards, had a touchdown. Um, I think he could have a, a solid game against the Rams. The Rams are not a good team. They, these aren't the Super Bowl Rams. Um, it, it's it's a different story with that with that defense. So I think Latavius Murray might have a solid week, especially if Russell Wilson isn't going to play. Um, I think they're going to lean heavy on that defense and that running game for the Broncos. So, Salmon? I'm going to go with anybody on Buffalo except Knox. (laughs) And Knox has actually been coming along, but the Bears are pretty stingy to tight ends. Uh, So, uh, I don't really have anyone – Right at the moment. Start Jawan Johnson. Jarek McKinnon, if Jawan you got Johnson. him. Yeah, start both of them. Yeah, yeah, I know we already said. I know we already said. Jawan Johnson. Yeah, definitely. Him. That's your boy. You talked about him earlier. I think he's got a matchup proof situation. So, yeah, start him. I'm going to take another long shot. Um, I'm going to go with uh, – oh, my God, Jamison Williams. I almost said Jamal Williams. Jamison Williams. Hit him, too. Against the Panthers, I think you, I think he's going to have a day this week. I know he had like what he had one touchdown, a couple targets, but I I feel like they're gonna at this you know last couple games of the season they're gonna start to let him go a little bit more. I think this is the game where he has multiple targets, multiple catches, and and at least a touchdown. 
against the Panthers. So I'm going to go with Jamison Williams uh, to round it out. And then let's yeah. go ahead and go to sit. A couple of sits. Yeah, a couple of sits. Um, we could wrap up. Yeah, we could wrap up with uh, – I'm going to go – you know, I, I won't go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, def, I'm gonna defer to Chris Sandlin. Yeah, man. And then, and then Let I'll our come guests back. Go first. Of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were hoping someone else was gonna go. Yeah, first? go ahead and go. Let All me, right. I, I, I got, got one for you. Back. I got one for you. I'm trying I to get some people that we haven't talked about. Brandon Ayuk mm. against <laughs> the Washington Commanders. Um, I think uh, last two games he has had just seven targets with four receptions. Um, 76 receiving yards. He has a touchdown, um, you know, but without that touchdown, it would have put him at three straight performances of under 10 fantasy points. Um, in his last four games, Washington has allowed an average of 20 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. Um, and in that span, they've only given up one receiver um, to have scored 20 fantasy points total. Um, so I think it's an opportunity for you to sit for uh, Mr. Ayuk going against the commanders. All right, I'm going to go with Geno Smith. I think he's going to struggle against the Chiefs. Um, like I said, I know they got DK Metcalf still, and I know we we're talking about um, uh, Goodwin, but it just to me, he's. I think the Chiefs are ge gearing up for the playoffs. I think that defense is going to step up for him, and I think he's going to struggle in uh, Arrowhead with the with the crowd noise, with with it being loud, with it being intense. They need to win. The Seahawks need to win badly, and I just. Yeah. For for some reason, I just feel like he's not going to meet the mark when it comes to you know when it comes to it this weekend. So I'll say Geno Smith would be a sit for me. Okay. Back to me, huh? Same man. So I, I I honestly do think I'm gonna sit Dawson Knox this week. To be yeah. honest with you, and you know Chicago's third against tight ends. Uh, I mean they've got a plethora of weapons to use, and he hasn't really done a lot prior to the last couple weeks. Uh, you know, last year was he was had a big, nice stretch. This year, they just haven't gotten him as involved except for the last couple of weeks. So I've got a few different – I actually have more choices in the league I have him in that I can play, <laughs> whether it be the 0, 0.0 for our youth or, uh, <laughs> or Mar the three-and-a-half-point Mark Andrews. <laughs> he is actually one I'm probably going to sit, Mark Andrews. Uh, yeah. I have okay. him in guillotine. And I'm going to start – I think this is going to be the first time I'm going to start Gerald Everett over him. Yeah. Because he's consistently getting like seven to ten points. Yep. And I'm barely getting seven points out of Mark Andrews every week. Yeah. And, and honestly, if Lamar Jackson is back, I don't even think it's going to matter because they weren't using – he had two good weeks. Three Makes good no weeks, sense, maybe. It's, I don't it's, get it. It's absolutely absurd. Yeah. It's one of the biggest anomalies of this year for fantasy is how does he fall off such a, like, regardless, how does he not get the ball in his hands on that yeah. team with the receivers they have? I don't know. Speaking of receivers and speaking of shit that doesn't make sense, the Deshaun Watson situation with what it's happening mm -hmm. to the offense, uh, you know, it, with the weapons there. And uh, I would sit Amari Cooper. You know, he's had 28 targets in the last three weeks. For 10 catches and 140 yards. I mean, that is just putrid, you know, and it's karma at its finest for that fucking franchise. Um, you know, I get, I mean, I don't even know if they've even won, but, you know, they're going against the Saints um, and they're tough against, they're tough against receivers. You know, they've given up uh, 21, just over 21 fantasy points to the entire receiving cores uh, per game. Um, 
you know, I think I said in the last four weeks. So it's a, it's a tough matchup in general, but the Browns and their star, it's just, you know, it's uh, yeah. I, he has not done what they thought, you know, like Amari Cooper was going to do with Deshaun Watson and, uh, and neither is Nick Chubb, you know, and uh, Kareem Hunt just wants to get the fuck out of there. Um, so yeah, I think uh, yeah. Sid Amari Cooper going against the saints this week. I'm going to go with a guy that we were kind of praising this a little while ago, Zay Jones. I wouldn't start him this week against the Jets. Um, I like that Jets secondary. Uh, I think it's going to be tough. I don't know. If, did, did somebody say Jay, Zay Jones already? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, we so talked Zay about Jones, being a stud last week. But. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so Zay Jones, I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say that he's going to have a come-to-earth type of game against the Jets. The Jets are playing for some as well as the as well as the Jaguars. I don't I don't know who's going to start at quarterback for the Jets, but I think that defense is going to be there uh, for sure, showing up. So I think it's going to be a struggle for the Jaguars' offense. We got anybody else, guys? Or do we want to? Do move not. Forward? I would sit Jonathan Taylor. No, uh, <laughs> actually, uh, piggybacking off of Amari Cooper, uh, Najoku. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's. You know, you know, New Orleans is second second in the league against tight ends. You know, right ahead of Chicago, and with everything going on there, I mean, can you really trust him? I mean, I guess if you have no other option, he's better than probably anyone on the waiver wire, except for Chig, maybe. But uh, he might be one if you have the option. Not trust him this week. You know, this is you're in playoffs. If you're playing this week, you're in the playoffs. So you don't you can't afford to to miss. No doubt. You're not lying, Mr. Sandman. You are not lying. So what do you want to do? Answer these last couple of questions and uh, bust out of here. Yeah, let's answer the questions. Then we got to get to the uh, we got to get to the the league and. Oh yeah, we get to briefly talk about that. Yep. So we'll go. We'll go and answer some questions. Um, well, Caden, how, how do you guys feel about Zay Jones? Well, Caden, we we <laughs> like we liked him uh, this week. I don't particularly like him starting, but uh, we liked his performances the past few weeks. He's been kicking ass. So. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And then we got questions from Bob. I always love questions from Bob. Okay, man, big playoff question. Half point PPR. Pick two. Higgins, Keenan Allen, Christian Watson, or Chris Godwin? We'll start with like you. Allen. Yeah, Allen we'll all day. I'm going I like with the first two. I like Allen and Godwin. I think Brady uses Godwin a ton. I mean, he he's his go-to guy. Mike Evans hasn't really done much at all this this year. Uh, Russell Gage is kind of getting into the mix. He's one of the guys I'd be targeting on waivers that I didn't get to, but uh, I'd go Godwin and Allen. I'm going to go um, Higgins and Allen. I like Higgins this week uh, going against the Patriots. I think the I think the Bengals are like really starting to catch their stride here at the back end of the season. Um, I think he's going to have a big week. So is Keenan Allen. So that's pretty good drafting, though, because if you have all those teams, I mean, Godwin is T, wide receiver 13. Allen's wide receiver 14 this week. T. Higgins is wide receiver 15, and Watson's wide receiver 17. So that's that's a pretty uh, solid wide receiving core. So kudos to you, Bob. You probably um, aren't going to go wrong with whichever team no, you pick. No, exactly. <laughs> I would I would cross Watson problem. off the list. But then again, he may have a bounce back. They're playing for their lives, you know. Um, but well, yeah. if he had a, if he had a run the right route, yep. yep. And and the one yep. where you hear the one where he yelled at him, 
in oh, the yeah. middle of the field. Are you going to go all the? Are you going to go all the way to the other oh. side? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. But yeah, <laughs> uh, sticking with the Green Bay question, um, thinking of his value in a keeper league, will Aaron Rodgers return to Green Bay next year? What do you guys think? Uh, well, what's your other option? I mean, if you're if it's Watson or who? I mean, I, I like Watson's value going into next year. And what pick are you going to surrender? I mean, there's a little bit more that may come into that. But um, oh, and you have Jefferson and fucking Lockett. I mean, do you have any running backs, Bob? No. There's <laughs> just like a Bob sixteen league. Like, backs. what are we doing here? Bob Holy shit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, what's what are we looking at for the keeper? Do you keep yeah. one? Do you keep two? Do you got? Are they automatically your first round pick? Twentieth pick, you, you said. Twentieth pick. What about the the other two? Dalvin first. Cook is. Oh, that's your running back. Never mind. So, so twentieth pick is what he's giving but up. What's Jefferson and Lockett? First, probably for Jefferson. I'm Brian assuming. Robinson is this other. Who is your other keeper that you're thinking about, Bob? That's what we're trying to figure out. I'd keep Watson. There, I said it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would keep watching. I, and for the twentieth round, yeah, because yeah. you always have a chance of getting Jefferson yeah. in the, in the Jordan loves the right, quarterback. Right. Justin right. Herbert. I don't think it matters who the who the quarterback is. I think yeah. him and him and uh, Dubs Dobbs, yeah, are, are going to be there. They're going to be good. That's a good matchup. I think mm-hmm. they. I think they drafted a couple of good. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Chris. I think they, they drafted, drafted they did. well. Yeah. Unfortunately, Goot the Goots did something right. All right. Well. No more questions other than Bob's question, but let's go ahead and get into the uh, the breakdown of the uh, the keeper league or the the TTNL league. Uh, Jack. Yeah. So what we have here is a failure to communicate. No. Um, so <laughs> this we have four we had four divisions like we were talking about, right? And so here's how we're going to do this. And we have each division has their own playoffs. So you have uh, sweetness division. Congratulations, Cool Kennedy, twelve and three. Um, you know, he definitely took first place in my division. You had Moby Dicka, Mr. Lawhorn, uh, Montgomery's Ward is a three seed and myself is the four seed. We will be in a divisional playoff matchup. Um, and then in the Luckman division, you will have, you're going to have, uh, Cup runneth over, Spencer Strong, Mr. Cox, where the money and Keenan Allen wine mixer, Mr. Sandland battling it out in the Luckman division. And then in the Buckus division, who I don't think we have a representative in our, uh, you know, from our contingency here at TTNL, but we have Field of Dreams, the High Velocity, the Bear Market, and the Mooney Never Lies, all playing in the Buckus division. And then the Sayers division, which I believe Lady Bear made the playoffs mm-hmm. as well. Um, there she is, Agents of Fields as a three seed. Yeah, Full Mooney, number one. Oh, my God. Is that uh, Pote Galvez, Pote, and then uh, Demu, 32. So those four divisions, right, that's going to be um, – let me get that out of here. So I can, So those those are the divisional matchups. And mm-hmm. so what we were, we're going to do is we're going to make a big bracket of – it's going to be a one seeds versus four seeds, two seeds versus three seeds to go after the, the, the number one title. So it's basically a race to the title. So whoever is the number one seed, the number one point getter out of the eight teams in each each bracket are going to advance to ultimately make it to the final. So it's just going to whittle it down to a head-to-head matchup 
in week 18, in week 17. Um, and we're going to write it all up on the, the website. You guys, I'll put it in each division so you can see who's going to be playing who and what that looks like and kind of describe it more. It's kind of complicated to try to word it all together. Um, oh, thank you. Queen of the South, which is a badass series. I'll check that out. I appreciate that. And if I butchered the pronunciation, I apologize. Um, but congratulations to the 16 people that did make the playoffs. Everybody in that, everybody that made the playoffs is now battling for a right to be the TTNL ring bearer, belt bearer, trophy bearer. You will get it after the season. Um, the fantasy season is over, but we are definitely um, in the playoffs here. The next two weeks are the playoffs. There is nothing in week uh, in week 18. It's week 16 and week 17. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a fun little way to see who makes it out of, uh, you know, out of the play. You know, yeah. it to the well, yeah, it's going to be fun. So you're saying the winners, the high. I'm not going to try to explain it to you. I'm going to write it up because it's going to be. Will there, will, will there be a way that as we, like next week we can start when we start when we play the other people from other divisions? I'm going to put it in the note. I'm going to put it in the message board. Yeah. I'm going to put everything in there with teams, scores. I don't know if I can do rosters, but I'll see what I can do. In the, I mean, obviously, um, we'll still have what's going on on Sleeper, right? For the, the individual leagues, and so because I have the, I can go into each in each division. What I will mm -hmm. do is I'll put each matchup, like the entire giant playoff thing format. Mm -hmm. I will put that in each in each uh, on each division's uh, message board, so you guys can see what the matchups are, and then oh, I'll, cool. I can do updates after like the one o'clock games, show you the scores, and I can do updates after the you know, after, at the end of the Saturday night, and then I can do it again on Sunday after Christmas. Um, so you guys can see what the finals will look like for the following week. So it'll be fun, man. And then once we get that, you know, um, TTNL will be sending out, um, you know, some hardware to the winners. Mr. Cox has an amazing trophy and ring that he won in the inaugural season. Um, you know, and this is just, uh, it's a testament to the, the 50, you know, at the, what's it 40 of us that got into the, this this year's league and we had a waiting list so next year hopefully we can make it even a uh, a larger league and do some things differently um we try to make this as much of a user-friendly experience and uh, get everybody together because um, i know in our division we have a lot of fun talking shit and getting after it um mm -hmm. so it was a lot of fun i hope you guys had i got to see all the comments and all the shit talking um so i hope you guys enjoy yourself as well i know you didn't make the playoffs ivan but you know i know sam man i know you're a lot to make it um you know and so it was Almost nice wasn't to, this year. But hey, I, I had I thought you had a tough division. I will say you had some heavy hitters in your division. Um when I saw the breakouts and we did it randomly, I was like, oh damn, that's a yeah, that's like the, the gold bracket. So yep. but nonetheless, I appreciate you jumping on with us, Sandman. I uh that was uh pleasantly surprised. So thank you. Yeah, I was like, who the <laughs> fuck is popping up? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was uh I'll, I'll tell you the background of that real quick. I was sitting here and i got a text from riley marsaw he's like hey you want to jump on and play Fortnite with me because me and him have played Fortnite together before i'm like heck yeah so i got on there and we we're talking and we were waiting on a match and he had me on a speaker and shane walked in nice so i was talking to him and he asked me about coming on tomorrow night for the christmas and i can't because we're going to we're taking the kids to go see uh the new avatar in 3d nice awesome. so I said, I said, yeah, but tonight's the, the uh, fantasy show. And I was, I was like, I was thinking about messaging Jackal about coming on. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll just give you the link and you just jump in. 
Like, all right, I'll just hey, pop it. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. There you go, that bud. Was awesome, Thanks, pleasant, pleasant surprise. But yeah, it was it was it was awesome to see you, Chris. Fan. Uh, Bob has another question. Um, please tell me you guys are still going to make new shows this off season. Uh, I'm sure we'll have. It, it won't be every week. You know, like I, I think we. Yeah, we, that'd be we, tough. We could have. We no, could have do like, like a dynasty show, and yeah. we could do a, a 2023 rankings kind of like mock draft. We could do some stuff. I mean, I definitely yeah. don't think it's the, the last last that you're going to hear of us, um, you know, as we wrap things up over the next couple of weeks. But, you know, I know TTNL Network will have content year round. I think, you know, depending on what the boys would like, you know, there may be some, you know, fantasy shows that pop up and we would let you guys know through social media as well as mm -hmm. through the Patreon page. And, and I'm sure after the draft and everything like that, you'll probably see it. You'll probably get yeah. a show. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, well yeah, because – after the draft, that's when the dynasty leagues have their yep. rookie drafts. I'm in two yep. two dynasty leagues. Me too. Yeah. So thanks, Ron. So yeah, I mean, those are those are awesome to do. Those rookie drafts. I I did my first just rookie draft this year because I had a league that started last year. So it's actually pretty cool. Nice. All right. Hey, well, man. Great show, guys. Chris, man, I'm happy that you jumped in. Like I said, pleasantly surprised. Freaked me out for a second. Like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> but uh, but I'm glad you were here, man. I'm glad you, you came and chopped it up with us, talked some ball. And yeah, uh, I, as always, Jackal, love seeing your always face. Always a pleasure. The, See you tomorrow the, night. The T-ball the, the commissioner, the commish, hey. the connoisseur. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but any, anyway, guys, it's been great. Before we take off, you guys know what to do. Like, share, and subscribe to The Tape Never Lies, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. Make sure you go to www.thetapeneverlies.com and become a patron. Like I said, you get all the bonus coverage. You get DDP's breakdowns, Kramer's QB school, X's with the O's, Cars, Keys, all that good stuff. It's great content for a uh, for a reasonable, reasonable price. You know what I'm saying? Less than, less than a cup of coffee, something like that nowadays. So go ahead and become a patron today. For Chris Jackal, for Chris Sandlin, I'm Ivan Vargas. You guys have been watching Keeping a Fantasy here on the Tape Never Lies Network. Mustache, right?